Hello, you guys, and welcome back to It's Abundance, the podcast. We are continuing our series in dating and relationships. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. We are in a series of dating and relationships. We have covered about three other topics. We talked about thriving and singleness. We talked about making a move and overcoming rejection and breakups. So if you haven't already, go check those out and then come back and join us for today's episode or start with this episode. So if you couldn't tell by today's episode, we are talking, they're cute, they're attractive, but do they love Jesus? Do they know Jesus? So maybe it's that guy that you've had your eye on for a while, or maybe it's that girl that you've had your eye on for a while, and they're attractive, but you've missed over maybe some of those red flags that are showing that maybe they don't know Jesus. So today we're going to talk about how does this play a role in our life and how does it affect us if we do get into a relationship we're going to talk should we get into a relationship with somebody that is maybe a lukewarm christian or maybe somebody that is new to their faith what does that look like should we and if we are in a relationship with somebody that is lukewarm how do we go about being the hands and feet of jesus while also protecting our hearts so i am so excited for this episode i've got some coffee the sun is shining and i am ready for today's episode i'm flying solo again but it's gonna be good because the lord is gonna meet me where i fail because like i said in the last episode, I have very little dating experience, but I do have experience with being attractive to guys. I have to filter through my thoughts in my brain and think, okay, what are some of those green flags that show that the Lord is working in him? And what are some of maybe those red flags that are showing that he doesn't know Jesus or his actions don't show that he knows Jesus? Maybe he says that he's a Christian, but his actions aren't showing it. So I'm excited to get into this episode. Before we get into the meat of the episode, though, I do want to share something kind of exciting with you guys. This past weekend, I had the opportunity to share my testimony and a message with um, some girls in a local ministry event in my home state. I was able to share my um, journey with anorexia and how God brought me out of that and showed me that his abundant love isn't only offered to those that have been holy and righteous before him all their life. It is offered to everybody who is seeking him or not seeking him. And holy cow, the Lord just like ignited this flame in my soul and in my heart and allowed these words to come out that I didn't even know could come out. It was incredible. That being said, if you guys have any questions or you want to hear more about my story or you want to know more about Jesus and who he is and this love that I always talk about, my DMs are always open and I don't want you to feel ashamed or worried. I want you to just come to me and I want to talk and I want to chat And if you guys have any suggestions for episodes that you want to hear, I also want to hear that. That is why I'm here. I'm here to meet you where you are at and come alongside you as you and I both battle this journey of life and way back to the Father. So I'm excited. All right, you guys, with that, let's dive into this episode. Okay, as we dive into today's topic, I just want to pull a piece of scripture that I think is good. And I know we're not talking about marriage, but I think this idea of being equally yoked with somebody 
is important even in our friendships and our dating relationships. So we are in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. It says, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? And then jumping down a little bit. Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has a temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will make my dwelling place among them and walk among them, and I will be their God. So I just think this piece of scripture is important because as easy as it is to want to be the hands and feet of Jesus as a believer, it is so crucial that we don't get tied up in only being the hands and feet of Jesus. So that being said, our circle, our circle of friendships, but also the people that we date, it is important that they are believers. And I, I'm going to dive into this. I'm really going to get into it. But if we go about dating somebody and we see a guy and he isn't in the word of God and he isn't going to church. And I don't just mean this like he goes to church every Sunday. Like I mean, does he know God? And he doesn't have to be this perfect godly man because there is no such thing as, as a perfect godly man. But does he put Jesus first? It is so important. And it's so easy for us as Christians to just kind of beat around the bush and not actually fully talk about it with, with that guy that you're interested in because you don't want to step on toes and you want him to like you and you want him to think that you are fun and attractive. And to ask a guy, especially a teenage guy, like, what is your relationship with like like with the Lord? That is scary and, and intimidating and you don't want to, you want to make a good first impression. And I hear you and I understand you, but would you rather make a good first impression or get into a relationship where both of you are putting the Lord at the center and that allows for everything else to grow and to flourish in Christ. And I'm not saying that godly relationships are perfect and every one of them is going to work out because that is just not the case. And I think we know that, but it's important to remember that. So now the question you've all been waiting for, they're cute. Do they know Jesus? Do they love Jesus? And how do we know if they know Jesus? And we can't know their heart, right? The Lord is the only one that knows their heart. But we do have some cues and some clues that point us in that direction. And the first thing is their actions. I know, it's simple. But what are they doing after school? What are they doing with their friends? Who are their friends? Who is their friend group? Are they serial dating? And what, I, what do I mean by that? I mean, are they going from girl to girl or guy to guy to guy over and over again? And who are those girls? Who are those guys? What does their life look like? And again, this can become so judgy of us as Christians, right? We can take a look at somebody's life and we can say, mm, they're not a godly guy, but we don't know their heart. But we have clues. Who are they hanging out with? What are they doing on their weekends? What are they doing with their free time? How do they treat you? When we take a look at how that guy or that girl is respecting those around them, maybe that is their teachers or their professors or their parents or just their peers, that is a good indication of what their values and morals and beliefs are. I mean, the people that we surround ourselves with, and I would love to do an episode on this about like our circle, 
But the people that we surround ourselves with is who we are going to become. And I don't mean literally, but especially at 16 and 17 years old, like they have the biggest influence on you right now. And so if you are seeing a guy that is attractive and his circle is partaking in events that you know are not valuable to you and that are not do not align with your beliefs maybe they are going out and partying or smoking or doing drugs or drinking alcohol if that is what they are doing that is going to have an effect on him and maybe you you see this happening right but because you see attractiveness you are accommodating your values and you are completely looking over those red flags we have to stop and reflect. And that brings me into my next point, which is figure out what your values are and what your morals are. We can't step into a relationship if we don't know what our boundaries are. So if you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior and he is the center of your heart and your life, are you okay with stepping into a relationship with somebody that doesn't believe that? What does that entail for you? What does that look like? If your values are, Sundays are family days. Sundays are my day with the Lord. And and the guy that you like doesn't have that same value for Sunday mornings. What does that look like for your heart and your relationship with Jesus? So if we take a look back in this 2 Corinthians verse that we looked at, it says in verse 14, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, period. Like that is just what it says. So I'm like, okay, well, what does it mean to be unequally yoked or yoked and yoked in the bible means the one serving another and carrying their burden so do not be unequally yoked so that means one person can't be carrying all the burden right so are you carrying the heavy weight of that relationship with jesus or do you want it to be an equally yoked relationship with both of you are looking at this triangle where jesus is in the center and you are bonded because of him it's just so crucial that before we get all butterfly in our stomachs because this guy looks really cute we have to remember that the ultimate the ultimate deal breaker should be jesus is in his heart and that he knows the lord okay but now you're saying well Addie, what if he does know jesus and he says he's a christian Matthew 7, 21 through 23 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Guys, he might be saying, Lord, Lord, but if he is not doing the will of the Father, because faith without action is nothing, right? Where is that verse? Yeah, right here in James 2.17, it says, In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. It doesn't say that it is weak. It says that it is dead. This is interesting. The rest of this says, or the beginning of it, I guess I should say in James 2, 14, it says, what good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds, can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. 
If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. And I know that as Christians, like I said this before, this is hard because we often have a burning passion to be the hands and feet of Jesus. When we see somebody that is a non-believer, we desire and we yearn for them to know Christ, right? We, we desire that they would have that, that revelation of, of Jesus and the Spirit working in them. And so when we see a guy that is attractive, we have a a hope for them and it's it's incredible and it's amazing but a hope that they would know Jesus the same way but it is dangerous for us to get into a relationship with somebody that doesn't know Jesus and it's also really easy for us to be like well you know eventually down the road right he can grow while we're in a relationship he can grow in his relationship with Jesus but that also can be really damaging for you because like it says being equally yoked is is you both carrying that weight. And when you are the only one carrying the weight and in this hope and this desire for him to know the Lord the way that you do, you are going to experience burnout after burnout after burnout. And I'm not saying that God can't work miracles because he does every single day and he can 100% bring him to salvation. But if that is on you and that pressure is eating away at you, the enemy is going to fill himself in that vulnerable mind of yours and he, he could manipulate you. And again, the Lord is your strength and your fortress and, and he can do miracles in you. But... It is not up to us to carry all of that weight. And we do that in all of our general relationships too, in everyday life. This next point I have for the person that is looking at that guy, thinks he's attractive and isn't really sure if he if she should get into a relationship with him. And this is prayer and perspective. Now I'm going to start with perspective. And I just want to think, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, is maybe... A door shut for you for a relationship that you wanted and God closed the door on that guy that you thought was attractive we're kind of switching gears here a minute but maybe that door shut I want us to take a step back and think why did it shut we don't need to understand why God shut that door but we can we can be confused and that's okay and I think it's I think it's good that we that we ask questions right God says ask and you shall receive and what if, what if God shut that door because he was going to work in that, that guy's life? In that guy that you have been hung up on since middle school? That maybe his actions didn't portray a godly man, but you looked past it? And now when, when God shut that door and you got rejected, I mean, we are tying in episodes here. And when he shut that door and you were rejected by him and you were heartbroken and so hurt and angry with God, what is he going to do in that guy's life? And I'm not saying that he is preparing him to be your future boyfriend or your future husband, but what might he do in this season? And we talked about this last week in Overcoming Breakups, but I really think it's important that when we see that guy that you overlooked, you thought that he was going to be the guy of your dreams and you thought that he was the one, he was the one for your Valentine, but God said no in this season. 
what might he be saying yes to in the next season? I really believe that it is crucial that we take a step back when we have a crush or when we're angry with God. Our perspective matters so much in in a topic like this. As hard as it is, recognizing that God is your protector and he is totally in favor of you, okay? He loves you so much. So when he is saying no to something and he might be protecting you from something or preparing you, maybe there is another guy out there that is going to honor you and serve you and treat you like, like precious diamonds, right? Like it says in Proverbs 31. And you know, what seed might you have planted that God is going to fertilize and allow to grow behind that closed door? Maybe he saw you and, and he didn't like the way that you acted. He didn't like your values and your beliefs. But maybe he saw Jesus through you. And what might God do to allow that to grow and that relationship to grow? And you might not be able to see it, but to have that perspective is honestly so encouraging and life-giving, even in those seasons of closed doors. So all that rambling said, I want to talk about prayer. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, it says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Maybe it feels redundant, but pray, ask God, ask God to reveal to you that relationship. And it might not be now, it might not be for the next 10 years, but make your requests known to God. That's what it says. And pray for that future guy, that future spouse, that future boyfriend. As silly as it is, you guys. God knows it all together. He knows your future and he has that plan for you. And for you to go to him humbly, but also confidently and boldly and say, Lord, who is this guy? And how can you prepare me in this season? And also that guy that I was attracted to in middle school that maybe I just got over or maybe I'm not quite over yet. Lord, would you work in his heart? Would you make yourself known to him? Would you fill him with your spirit? Maybe you're not a quote-unquote prayer. Allow this to be your invitation to talk to him. Maybe you have closed your door on him and you have been angry with him because you feel that he has betrayed you and rejected you and you don't know him, you don't see him. Allow this to be your invitation to talk to him. He hasn't forgotten about you and he hasn't forgotten about your singleness. That is a word for somebody today. I just know it. And finally, seek advice. You know, you might have a mom or a dad or an older sister or an aunt or an uncle that can speak life into you and can speak wisdom into that potential relationship that you have in your mind. Maybe you see that guy and you see the potential of something, but the person that has been been where you are and has walked your walk might be able to look into that and say, Addie, I think it's, I think it's important that you take a step out of this And just wait and just wait for the Lord to reveal to you where he wants you to be in this season. And not only can they just speak advice over you, but a lot of times they have knowledge of scripture and they have memorized scripture. And 
and can speak that scripture over you and help you and guide you and can also then open doors for God to move, right? Because he speaks through his word. So I hope today's episode just brought you some encouragement into that potential relationship that you have in your mind because they're cute, but you're not sure if they know or love Jesus. I hope that this episode was just a good chat, a good reflective episode. I am excited to see what God does in your own relationship. If if today's episode resonated with you or you enjoyed it at all, would you leave us a review and share this on Instagram or Facebook? It really helps push it out there and we want to reach as many people as we can. We want Gen Z to experience and encounter the love of Jesus. I love you all so much and I'm so incredibly thankful and I say it every week, but this series, this podcast is happening because of you and your sharing. So I appreciate you so very much and I am excited to continue this series next week. I will see you all next week for another episode of Dating and Relationships. Mm -hmm.